0: Again, that's ebaymotors.com.
1: Hello, friends. We're back again. It's March 2nd, 2023, fightful.com. It's time. Oh, baby. It's time for your Impact Wrestling post show. I'm at Joel Pearl, and I am joined as always by my number one, my ride or die, my favorite co host. Sorry, Ella. Sorry, Kate. It's Krista Starr. Krista, how you doing? I'm feeling
2: very Booker T today. I'm feeling very Shucky Ducky. Quack quack. How are
1: you? I am fantastic. I'm happy. I really enjoyed this episode of Impact Wrestling. I'm in a good Hold mood. Hold on, time Let's... out
2: before yeah. we go any further. Okay. Is that an Iron Maiden shirt?
1: Yes, this is an Iron Maiden. That's
2: shirt. so cool. I was gonna wear a Black Pink shirt. I know they're not related, but on some level, we were thinking the same thing.
1: That they're the best
2: music. Music bands
1: music bands
2: yeah anyway i'm sorry i didn't mean to talk i just like is that what i think it is
1: it is what's your uh what what's what's your favorite who's who's your who's your go to musically
2: um
1: you're you're commuting you're off to the to the gig what are you listening to
2: evanescence probably off the top of my head evanescence pick a dart any year any album i probably know it
1: (laughs) you (laughs) I mean, I'm a big Maiden fan, so that's my thing. But uh, I don't know. I like a ton of different music. I did an interview Same. with uh, with Rob and Maggie doing coexisting after dark uh-huh. over on Apple Select. We'll talk more about Select, but I I did their post show and I talked a lot about uh, about about my musical background because I think most people know that uh, before the pandemic, I was a professional full time touring musician.
2: Ah. Uh- so you so you're him you're really that guy listen let me show you my mixtape I'm a rapper so.
1: <laughs> so the year is 2005 I, am, I I'm, a, I'm an 18 year old kid in Ottawa Canada. My band is doing relatively well of course we're all in high school everyone's doing well but anyway <laughs> we went to go see Motorhead okay at the Capitol Music Hall in Ottawa Canada and I I knew one of the roadies in Motorhead's band. And I was like, I'm going to give, I'm going to give my CD to this roadie and be like, give it to Lemmy. I want Lemmy to hear my band. Do you think Lemmy ever got that CD or heard my band?
2: Uh I mean, you can DM him.
1: No, I, I can't. Cause he is long dead.
2: I was going to say, I don't know if that man is alive. Cause that's a band from like the eighties, nineties. And we know how they gave 80s. it up back then. So, listen, if you were a band before 2001, We know how you gave
1: it up. So it's just it. Yeah. MA Soko jumps us with the super chat. Has anyone seen Joel and the demon at the same time? Buddy, if I had the athletic abilities of the person who wears the demon costume, I would be a rich man. By the way, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I also want to say, MA Soko,
2: I see you. Don't feel anything because the mustache is right here, baby. I decided to. To keep it casual tonight, but I don't know. It's not gonna stay on, but <laughs> it's still here. It's here.
1: It's here. <laughs> I it was too busy in at the tapings in Vegas at No Surrender and at the Fallout and and having a blast that he didn't get to see your mustachioed face.
2: <laughs> I have so much respect for people with mustaches and beards because it's stuck like this now. <laughs> But to get it stuck like this, and it was originally like, wee wee. it's so much work. And besides like sweat, I, I respect y'all, man. That's so much work. I will never make fun of a man and his mustache ever again. My friend said it best. We would like them to be brothers. Sometimes they're cousins. A lot of the times they're neighbors.
1: (laughs) Here's the thing about this. Your entire like preface is that we take off the beard and mustache. (laughs) This is not something that just kind of wax on, wax off. No, this thing, okay. it grows in and it stays. I can't just... If I pull this shit, it hurts, okay?
2: You can't do this.
1: No, I can't. I can't. In fact, I need to trim it because that's just where we're at.
2: I think you should grow it out. to a sacrifice so you can King Booker it. <laughs> I,
1: hold on. We got to talk about it. So Soto says he missed night one and three because of the weather. George Iceman, absolutely did you win. I'm upset. I'm upset for you. I'm upset at George Iceman. But I'm not upset at y'all leaving a thumbs up on this video right now. And if you're watching us over, maybe on Facebook.com slash, I think it's Fightful online, whatever it is. If you're on Fightful, the YouTube channel, leave us a thumbs up. If you're on the Facebook group, leave us a thumbs up. Wherever you are, go ahead. Do the thumbs up thing. And... While you're at it, you can donate a super chat if you're in that position to do so. It's that little dollar sign over in the chat box at youtube.com slash Fightful. Any amount, get your question or statement read on the air. Or you can donate a Humper Chat at HumperChats.com. I preface this with because the Ring of Honor post show is currently going on. If you're going to donate a Humper Chat, just put IMP for impact uh, and then your question. And then we'll all know who's asking what questions. Cresta, how can they do it?
2: You're going to mosey, mosey your fingers. Up. Was that so loud? I'm sorry. You're going to mosey your fingers on down. Over to Humperchats.com. Type in any donation amount. Make sure you type imp imp, and then your question and myself or Joe will read it loud on air. We will show you our dyslexia and you'll get a cackle. We'll get a laugh. We'll get a little bit more of the cut. And Sean Ross Sapp won't cut us off like the bad children we are. Humperchats.com.
1: I'd rather he cut us in than cut us off. So let's get right into it. We got to talk BTI and the aforementioned George Iceman, who comes back and announces that Josh Alexander versus Kushida will be up for the Impact World title March 30th at Multiverse United. Very much looking forward to that show as we inch closer to it. And then he mentions animosity within the design, the chair shot heard round the Impact Universe Around Sam's Town, I guess. Around They
2: heard it somewhere.
1: Around YouTube, Callahan hitting Big Con with the chair. Was it an accident? Maybe it wasn't. What will Diener have in store for Callahan? And then the match, they get right to it. Decay takes on Heath and Rhino. It's a fun little show. Fun little, fun little tag match for Decay, mm-hmm. Heath, and Rhino. Gia Miller's back on commentary. And she puts on, so she has a Southern draw. But she really puts it on for these matches. Oh, Did she's you, a
2: clown. I love it.
1: A little bit. I like her. She's she's wonderful. Uh, really, really solid match. Uh, it basically ends with Rhino getting a good spear on Crazy Steve after uh-huh. missing one and spearing his tag team partner by accident. Uh, Rhino pins Crazy Steve, gets the win. What do you think of this match? Was it anything special for you?
2: I did not know. I wanted to see Rhino versus Black Taurus just this much until they got to the ring. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> it was nice to see someone go power for power with Black Taroos, but to me it was a fairly decent match. I kind of thought Decay was going to win. Not mad at um Heath and Rhino winning. But at the same time I I, I like I like Decay. I'm always going to be in part. I'm always going to be partial, I should say.
1: Yeah, and as long as long as G is there, I'm happy. Uh she she's real good at what she does and then Heath and Rhino, they're just they're good you know they're just they're good hands heath is someone that you can trust to mm-hmm. do literally anything you want someone to take the legends you know and and treat them well and yeah. get beat down by them you call heath you want someone to train with the rock before wrestlemania you call heath it's like he is the guy that you he, he's all reliable in the best way possible and then rhino is rhino you can't come on rhino is,
2: do, i'm sorry go ahead i've been oh, cutting everyone off today i've just been interrupting cal today in new
1: yorking you i swear to god Rhino is <laughs> shaped like this Pepsi Bob. Okay? That's all he needs to know.
2: <laughs> it's true. Yes.
1: It's true. Go ahead.
2: I did enjoy Crazy Steve literally just being crazy in the beginning. And he was like, what the hell? And then the crowd randomly just starts chanting, he got kids? Because. Like, <laughs> Yo, Impact crowd, on some nights, the taping, some people's always screaming. But on other nights, I thought tonight they were fantastic. Every time they started chanting something, it was right on time. And I thought that moment right there is indicative to how much Impact loyal, the Impact faithful love Impact. Because only unless you know, you know.
1: <laughs> Do you know the He Got Kids storyline? Um,
2: <laughs> I was not watching Impact nor WWE at that time.
1: Okay, so this was WWE. This was in the brand split from 2016. <clears throat> Heath and Rhino team up, and Heath's whole thing is, I got kids, and I'm trying to support my kids. I need a contract. I need to be a part of the roster, yada, yada, yada. So that's the, the whole thing with, with Heath was he's got kids, and he's got to support them. And he lives on a trailer park. Of course he does. They did a ah. whole bunch of stuff. There's a, an infamous scene where they go to the, the, the double wide, and Rhino is eating like Cheez-Its. Or no, he's eating cheese whiz on like simple crackers you know what i mean yeah it's, it's, it's good stuff so see just search that out if you want but that's why they're chanting he's got how
2: many kids how many kids he, he's got nine, twelve.
1: 12 depends who you ask you ask Heath, he says how many you need
2: <laughs> it's kind of like that jeff jarrett number how much did you swindle him depends on who you ask
1: who's to say impact let's open up the show <laughs> asa bay's come out I said it once when the Good Brothers were part of Impact. I'll say it now. Ace of Bays every week come out. That Bullet Club jacket. If you know where to find me one, please tell me. Just hit me up at Joel Pearl because I'm looking for that jacket. It is a badass looking jacket. Yes. They call themselves ABC, the Ace and Bay Connection. Well, no, there's still Ace of Bays to us, so we're going to keep calling them that. Uh, Bay runs down his history of Samstown because he is a Las Vegas resident. Says he used to set up the ring, made his official Impact debut in this building. He competed for the X Division and tag titles for the first time in Las Vegas. And now Ace of Bays beat Time Machine this past week at No Surrender, including Time Machine, of course, includes... The Motor City Machine Guns, who are the uh-huh. new strong and impact world tag team champions. said so they beat him in this building. And then Ace Austin says he debuted at Sam's Town in Las Vegas. Bay says, I was in the crowd. And then Ace says, I beat Chris Saban. And he's wearing the T-shirt. He brought the, the I beat Chris <laughs> Saban T-shirt back. I love that. Popped me real good. I uh, said, I beat Chris Saban in this building. Both men put over Motor City Machine Guns. Say really nice things. And then they say, who's the best tag team in impact wrestling? And then they say they are. Not not Motor City, it's Bullet Club. So they survey the audience, and then Motor City comes back. They're like, hey, we started teaming in 2006. Ace and Bayes, were nothing but a couple of positive pregnancy tests. And then uh, they talk about, Motor City Machine Guns talk about paving their paths, being the best tag team in the entire world. Ace Austin is like, well, he, we haven't had our fair shot yet. We just want True. a one-on-one. So Bay challenges Motor City Machine Guns to a match at Sacrifice. And I'm like, oh, that doesn't feel right. And then shelly is like well you guys are just doing your best motor city machine gun impersonation all you had to do was do step by step and then be like ikea furniture and you get your shot and of course then they start chanting ikea in the crowd that was strange two out of ten that was
2: that was that was funny but also two out of (laughs) ten
1: And then shelly's like hey how about instead of at sacrifice we'll do it tonight they shake on it so it's on i was under the impression that it would then be next week but no it mm-hmm. was the main event tonight, and what a main event! We'll talk about that as we get there. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip the s- the script for a second. First of okay. all, this promo. How did you feel? Was this for you? Uh, what do you think of the the opening with Ace and Motor City, Machine Guns to set up the main event?
2: I liked that they came out first, and I feel like it was a good victory lap, especially after beating on Time Machine. I was actually quite surprised that they were going to do it tonight, and in that first moment, I was like, "Are y'all are they gonna win?" I was kind of, will they, won't they? Because I know impact is good for, we really want to build up whoever is going to be the next person to hold whatever championship it is. With the exception of the digital media, that's just my opinion. Fight me in the comments, whatever. But I think with that exception, they build up whoever it is a lot, a lot, a lot. So it wouldn't make sense. But at the same time, it's like, why would you not crown Chris Bay in his hometown? And that was a recurring theme. Anytime they spoke about the Bullet Club, was Chris Bay's hometown. Ace Austin had opportunities here. They kept bringing it up, especially too when when Kenny King wrestled on tonight as well. So I was I was pleasantly surprised. I was ready for it at Sacrifice. isn't there one before Sacrifice? Um.
1: No Sacrifice is the next impact show and then the week after that it's Multiverse United with New Japan Pro Wrestling. So we've got we've got a few weeks of TV to cover until we get to Sacrifice.
2: I'm not mad at it. I'm glad they did it tonight. But sometimes like when I when I hear things like this in my little nerdy mind it's like so what was your main event going to be? So you ain't had nothing planned? For shame.
1: <laughs> yeah. well, one could say that they had originally planned uh what was it the what was the other match i was thinking of the the uh, pco versus trey miguel match that could have been that was an advertised major match so that could have been it but of course we'll talk about where that match went and how we felt about that uh ryan sullivan with the super chat calling me an imp
2: i mean you did say humperchats.com make sure you put "imp" in front of your comments so we'll read it live on air
1: and that's why i have cresta (laughs) Yes, in the business um, and I do see in the chat they're talking about there was a lack of, of knockouts matches. There were no, uh-huh. there was a lack of women's matches tonight. That is not lost on me. Um, there are some weeks where you're not gonna see certain divisions represented. And unfortunately, this was one of those weeks where the where the knockouts weren't. However, I do think that the segments that they ran ended up being uh kind of like good enough to set up a major match or two down the line. Yeah um i I see it in the chat and i do agree like it sucks when you don't see the impacts wrestling uh, see when the impact knockouts when they're not wrestling Uh on the show but overall it was there uh and and yeah there was just no no match but there were a few segments which i enjoyed uh speaking of which rich swan is backstage with gm miller uh this is where i say i flip the switch because i know it's actually the shane hayes thing but we're gonna talk Uh about him in a second says that he lost it doesn't sit right with him but he's not going to let it deter him he's still focused on the impact world championship and then he's cut off by raj singh he's bribing camera operators to keep cameras on him because apparently he and shira hit it big in vegas thank god for that so swan's like hey your luck ran out because i'm going to beat your asses mm. raj says "Nah, maybe later because right now the roulette table is calling my name cute little segment i'm sure we'll just set up a match with raj and with uh, rich swan what do you think of this thing
2: my problem with this segment and a few other segments is that the segments this week overbooked, baby. This one was the least offensive of it, but I think before that she was talking to Josh Alexander, or no, she was talking to Rich Swan. I going to double check my notes. It was Rich Swan, and then no, she was talking to Josh Alexander before the break. Then it was Rich Swan, and then Rich Swan gets interrupted. I'm like, what is?
1: So it was it was the haste and then Swan, mm-hmm. and then Hayes has his match, and we'll talk about that in a minute. The Alexander thing was later on,
2: mm-hmm. and that was
1: when Macklin walks in.
2: Yeah, like, there was, to me, over every backstage thing tonight was degrees of this. What are we doing here? This this is really overbooked. Like, this to get to the point, you didn't have to have 80 people come in and do the hokey pokey, then turn yourself around, so...
1: Fair. I, I hear you on that. Uh, yeah, Dog with the Brain Hino with a super chat saying, Knockouts dominate plenty of the weekly shows <sighs> and we're still represented. Plus, I assume Mickey versus Giselle gets some good time next week. And I agree. It's, yeah. a, it's a different Giselle shot. We'll talk about that in, uh, in just a few minutes. But first, Cresta, we have to talk about promo of the year. Shane Haste is with Gian Miller. TMDK's just, oh my God, amazing Shane Haste.
2: I did not understand anything that man said. And my grandmother is a West Indian woman. And (laughs) I was looking at him like, what does he say? Is it me, Jesus?
1: (laughs) So he's like, so first of all, he says he's going to be at Multiverse United. And TMDK apparently are going to be there as well, which is good news. Uh, Shane says, I'm here to make an impact, pun intended. And Mike Bailey is in for a fight with these fists. And if I need to, I will Angie Kai, or Angie Kai, Wait, you're Karate Kid 3. No, 4. What's the worst one? You're the worst one. So that's all you got tonight. night, And it was just the best promo ever. I have never laughed so hard at the stupid shit that wrestling gives us. That <laughs> did it. Cresta, why Shane Haste? the man he's making karate kid jokes because it's he's facing mike bailey the karate kid
2: part of me wants to be upset but then the other part of me is like don't do that cresta because you're really out here saying but to me you'll always be edges bitch and those are the same things <laughs> really? they're the same thing if if you are gonna be mad at that then you can't be mad at Sweet daddy baby like come on now it's the same thing i I, I, I need to
1: warm up to it. Let, let me warm up to it. <laughs> you got to go back and watch it at least three more times like I did. <laughs> he, he catches himself. He's like, you're karate kid three. No, four. Wait, what's the worst one? You're the worst one. That alone is worth the price of admission. Shane Hayes is fantastic. And then he goes on and has a fantastic match with speedball. Mike Bale. We'll talk about this match. Okay. Like, Haste intercepting Bailey's middle rope dive, which, by the Mm -hmm. way, seems to have been a theme tonight. Uh, Gets him with the elbow and then drops Speedball on the ring apron. Uh, There's a cool spot where Speedball rolls up Haste and then rolls him out of the ring, hits his second rope in out. Moonsault. Haste has a fantastic dropkick, by the way. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's high, it's tight, it's good. It's a good fade. There you go. Dynamic Bomb, which is a high power bomb, gets 2.9 for Haste on Speedball. And then Speedball hits a Poison Rana into the back and forth kicks, goes for the around the world kick as we call it and the ultimate weapon gets the three a great finish really enjoyed it what do you think of the match and why is shane Hayes the best promo in impact wrestling right now
2: i don't know about the best promo but I'll, I'll give it i'll give it time i'm gonna let it breathe it might be a big brain and my brain is not this big enough yet um the match was surprisingly good though like i'm assuming and, I, and i'm flame me in the comments i don't care um Shane Hazel, Shane Thorne, formerly, correct?
1: Yes, the former Slapjack.
2: Oh, uh, now nah, I see why they never let him talk. Anyway.
1: Wow, the disrespect.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know that, man. And if he suplexed me, all I'm going to do is take it. Because i definitely seen that missile drop kick out the air. What I was going to say, I rarely see Speedball get taken advantage of in a, in a match. And this match, Speedball was going stiff, and he was just stiff right back. Speedball, I don't want to say he eked out a win, but I never see Speedball get just dominated. Because if you dominate Speedball in speed, he got you technically. Shane matched him there. If you got him in technicality, he got you in speed. Shane matched him there, and he outpowered him. That was the chemistry between these two. I could watch them fight forever but that might be a speedball effect too. Cause anyone speedball wrestles, I'm like fight forever.
1: <laughs> go, go watch TMDK matches. Go watch some stuff from new Japan from the last little bit mm-hmm. with Shane and the boys. Uh, TMDK will be represented at, at, uh, multiverse United. So I look forward to seeing who they're going to face from the impact side of things. Is there, is there a team that you would do maybe a three on three bringing in? Let's, let's say it's three members of TMDK, not four. Uh, who would you have opposite them would you do speedball and then a couple others what What do you want to do
2: i mean my immediate thought is time machine you know what i mean you have an established team like that
1: they and are plus, a match coming up though
2: me and double book
1: <laughs> well, yeah they're gonna be at, sorry they're gonna be at sacrifice doing a thing
2: also to um commentary did say that shane Hayes was in impact like over 10 years ago so i'm sure we can dig up the remains of scu to come out of retirement because i think that'd be pretty cool you know what i mean like you get because we just because arian's already there christopher daniels is in and out i have no idea where um scorpio sky is but just that be
1: select you'll get an update today
2: uh well see the scoops I'm helping you out listen I'm asking the real questions also too I'm thinking who else has like who else is a team that's a trio that's been there for a minute that would be really good I just had a team in my mind and it left my brain
1: the design it'll come to me oh my God do the design versus TMDK
2: I mean you could you could but who Dina gonna wrestle just doing this th- <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's the he'll stand at the top of the ramp and just do his thing.
2: <laughs> Book it. Oh, now remember Team Canada, Scott DeMore, lace up your boots. Uh, Petey Williams. Uh, uh, oh my god, oh my god, I feel Canada. like I'm Davy. Uh, who am I missing? Is it, is it Davey? Am I missing? Oh my god, I feel like I'm missing somebody.
1: I'm thinking of Eric Young gonna reprise it's Team Canada gimmick. Is that what we're doing?
2: Could be. I listen. My impact knowledge before this is fuzzy at best, but I do know one time Scott DeMore was coming down there, waving a flag, there was the Canadian destroyer guy, there was someone else, and Petey Williams.
1: <laughs> well, Petey's a little busy right now being a producer in WWE, so I don't think they'll be sending him out anywhere.
2: Listen, d- never say never in professional
1: wrestling. Chris <laughs> Daniels is uh, currently making shots for ROH, so... albert pons with the super chat shane on impact zach saber jr on ring of honor tmdk taking over the wrestling world we need more swinger dice on tv yes we do we got heat i think
2: zicky dice should take santino morella's role i think that'll be funny I i think dango and zicky dice should switch roles Mm. i think that'd be funny i think that'd be funny
1: <laughs> well speaking of the design from a minute ago they've got a little backstage seven going on angel points out that uh people are thinking that callahan's trying to infiltrate the design and destroy them from the inside and he got deaners like ah, i know i've heard about that and then rhino walks in and he's like hey we have history you messed me up but he dropped the f-bomb and said because that's what rhino does he just Ooh. he drops he drops f-bombs but because impact is pre-taped everything kind of gets filtered out on like when when. Ryan Danielson drops F-bombs on Mm -hmm. AEW TV and it barely gets, anyway. Uh, So Rhino is like, hey, we have history. Uh, I won't stand by and let Diener mess up Callahan without saying something. And then Callahan walks in. He's like, no, no, they're not. They're not manipulating me. I can't do his voice because it hurts. Uh, And then he says the design is exactly where he wants to be. And Rhino's like, well, I'll knock some sense into you. That's step six. So Rhino and Callahan next week. Thoughts. That's
2: but awesome. i did think of another team for the uh the tmdk reno <laughs> <I'm> scum
1: <scared>. <laughs> i was surprised they weren't on these tapings because uh, you know reno and, and vegas and who knows
2: i'm just shouting out old impact things i'm trying to be cool and hip
1: <laughs> you'll yeah, bring out scott steiner just because i bet
2: Oh, listen, I quote Scott Snyder every day in my true real life, that and the Booker T. There's a microphone literally on my desk where it's like, she's going to press the keyboard. Oh, she signs up the keyboard. <laughs> the 58. Oh, Christa, she not the keyboard. Oh, she's bad man. Stahl, why you kick him like that? Christa, why you do that? <laughs>
1: All right. Put down the 58. Kenny King and Kevin Knight had a great little match. Kenny King is from Vegas, so it makes sense. He gets the win. They want to push him. I get it. And Kevin Knight's a younger dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, He's a New Japan LA Dojo standout graduate. And he's had a lot of really good matches here on Impact, too. So he's getting ready to, to, to you know, move forward. Yeah. So good match. Uh, early in the match, they do an up and over, and Knight almost knocks down the camera guy. And then King, after he kind of takes down Kevin Knight, runs to the other side of the ring, and he yells at the camera guy, just like, get out of the way! <laughs> I love that. Little shit like that just popped me every time. Uh, Knight gets some great pinfall roll ups, gets a good uh, pump kick in. There's a springboard crossbody that he hits. It looks solid. And then eventually, uh, Kenny King hits the Royal Flush, gets the win after a big top rope in Seguri. What do you think of the match? I thought this was a, a really, really solid outing for Kevin Knight and a standout win for Kenny King.
2: I wrote in my notes this is a match of the K alliterations. You had Kevin Knight and Kenny King. Um, it just reminded me of an uncle and a nephew getting too drunk, mixing it up in the backyard. It was funny, but not funny in the haha sense, but like they matched each other so well. So it was one of those, like, huh? I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't that. And I was pleasantly surprised. Kenny King, every week, even though he's a cocky jerk, shows me a different side and I'm really impressed with him. And I'm also impressed with um Kevin Knight. I cannot wait to see what else he does because every time Kenny tried to outpower him, this poor boy, well, I mean, he 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 think that backbreaker was gnarly. But <laughs> but he was able to counter it 90% of the times. Well, it takes us that one time and woof. But it was good. I liked it. I thought it was a really good match.
1: Yeah, it was a solid match, and uh, we'll see what goes on next with Kenny King. Because, I mean, Kevin Knight—he's—he's—he's he's, he's fine. hes, he's not gonna—he's not going for the world title, but he's mm-hmm. certainly starting to kind of, you know, make his way up the ranks. Him and Trey would have one hell of an X Division Championship oh, match. Give that a little bit of time. You know what? Since I'm gonna be at Rebellion in April, that's a match I would like to see. Maybe if they do a uh, an Ultimate X match, but Kevin Knight in the Ultimate X match—he's tall too, which makes it even more fun.
2: Send a letter to your dad, Scott D'Amour, and say, dad, book it.
1: Daddy's too busy trying to book uh, Mercedes Monet and Mickey James. for. Uh, I
2: respect anything. it. It's for the culture. I respect it. Good job, dad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow. Josh Alexander is with GM Miller backstage. Uh, so I guess there's not going to be any world title match at the next Big Impact show. By the way, do you know which show is coming up next for Impact? Don't, don't, don't tell the people I got here.
0: Sacrifice! 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 Sacrifice!
1: That's right. We've <laughs> seen that one a lot. Uh, Sacrifice is the next show.
2: I have never seen that clip. Oh, I need you hilarious. to send that to me expeditiously. That is funny.
1: <laughs> I'm glad I got you there. I've been, Rob stole that one from me, by the way. That was my gimmick. for When when Sacrifice was happening last year, I was like, oh, I'm all over this shit. Let's go. Anyway, Josh says uh, the challenge is keeping the title. You can win the title, but the challenge is keeping it. And now he puts over Kushida, and they're going to face each other at Multiverse United. So Kushida and Josh Alexander for the Impact World Championship. And then he says, I want to do a six-man tag at Sacrifice. Time time Machine versus Alexander and Friends. So he's got to find two friends presumably Motor City Machine Guns, unless Ace of Bays has another tag title shot against them. Or, or, you know, we'll we'll get to that in a minute. Uh Yeah, Uh, Alexander and Ace of Bays, that wouldn't be bad. It felt like they were kind of turning them a little bit tonight. But uh, who knows? Either way, Alexander and Two Friends versus Time Machine at Sacrifice seems to be the play. Sounds good. And then in walks Steve Macklin, and he's like, wherever the title is, I'll be there. And I'm like, did you put an air tag on the title? And like, you're just... Just following that shit around with your phone. Oh, it's like 20 feet away. I got to hold on. I got to do a thing. I know where I'm going. Macklin wants to beat the longest reigning impact world champion in history. He wants Alexander to hold on to that title all the way to rebellion. So the two can have their match. What'd you think of this Alexander and Macklin exchange?
2: This one wasn't so bad of the backstage segments. It was straightforward. But again, I, I am team Macklin. You are giving everybody else. Now, I understand the Kushida thing because y'all had your match. You had to get your lick back. I get it. But even then, I don't get it. Even then, I don't get it. Also, as far as the two friends are going, I could see it being like a rich swan and an, um, I don't know, another Kazarian. I could see something like that. You have a bunch of former champions.
1: It's actually a really good call. I didn't think about those two.
2: Cause like Rich Swann and him, they're friends. We're friends. Like, uh, and Eddie Kazarian. You know, I'm here to do things to keep my name relevant. Ah, uh-uh. so to me, that makes more sense than involving another tag team just to do some single shenanigans. Cause let's be real here, it's just to drive an Alexander talking for single single shenanigans. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um. So that's what I would say. I didn't hate it, but again, if I am Macklin everybody else but macklin is getting a shot and i finally earned the right to that sac- sacrifice but yeah to challenge you as sacrifice and still everybody else is somehow getting a shot but me what is the truth i'm mad i will now, now i'm stalking you now i'm literally stalking you
1: because i want to fight you <laughs> so one thing that was really good is that they made the match for rebellion uh, after no surrender when macklin won his number one contendership they said the match is happening at Rebellion. And at that point, I was like, well, then what are they going to do? with sacrifice. This mm-hmm. is fine. Doing a six-man, like, there, there's probably going to be a bigger knockouts championship match. And we know that there is, and we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. But, like, the world champion can easily be in a different feud that kind of pushes the, the multiverse United match, which happens a week later. So, like, why not? Because he's going to have a big... He's going to have a big defense coming up, so why not do something at Sacrifice that's less important but still puts emphasis on another title instead? I think, you know, I, I still think Sacrifice would be a good show. It doesn't need the world title to anchor it down because it sounds like other matches will instead.
2: No, I agree with that. I agree with that. But again, like, my, my only my only sentiment was, that like, if I'm Macklin in that, in that moment, it's like, it feels like a lot of hoops. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, he went through every single hoop imaginable. The only mm-hmm. thing that he should be upset about is that at Multiverse United, he's got to sit and wait again for another
2: yeah.
1: championship match to end. And what's frustrating for us is that, like, we know that Kushida's not going to suddenly win the Impact World Championship. This is kind of similar, but not, to what just happened in Montreal with Sami Zayn and yeah. Reigns. right? We know Cody's getting the shot at WrestleMania. You wouldn't take the title off your longest reigning champion, in years by having him lose the month before the biggest show or one of the biggest shows. So and
2: unlike in that situation, there's no buffer of, well, this person has two titles. So we'll just give them one. You know what I mean? There's only one impact championship. We're not pulling a moose. We didn't find the TNA thing in the garbage and picking that up. We've done that already. We unify that that's done.
1: No eBay titles for us. <laughs>
2: I still, to this day, I still can't believe you we were like, yo, where'd you find that? Moose was like, I'm champion. How? That, that company don't exist. Where did you find this?
1: Bought it from <laughs> a guy off Pakistani eBay. What do you want? <laughs> anyway. Moose is
2: super underrated as a comedy act, as a comedy act.
1: <laughs> we'll talk about Moose in a minute because there's some good stuff. Um, busted open island. Let's take a trip, I guess. Dr. Ross is back, who is absolutely my favorite gimmick doctor in the entire (laughs) wrestling industry because he's consistent, if nothing else. Uh, He says that Tommy Tommy suffered retinal damage and burns. He's being kept at home. And then Bully shows up, and I'm like, oh, here we go. So how's he doing? And he says he's got burns. How's his cholesterol? He has minor burns. How's his weight? He has minor burns. More fat jokes, more minor burns. And then you get it? You get it. It's bully. He's he's making minor burns to. That's the joke. He's burn. <laughs> anyway, bully wants to kill Tommy Dreamer. Is basically what he insinuates. And then Bupinder Gujar shows up and he confronts Tom. Uh, confronts bully. Says uh, nobody. And then bully's like, I don't care. Nobody cares where you're going to be in ten years. And then Gujar stands up for Dreamer. Says what bully did was low even for bully. And then mm-hmm. bully's like, back off. I respect you stat- standing sticking up for someone. Easy for me to say. And he slaps Bupinder Guter. And Gujar goes. Ballistic, like it, it, it's like it's like if someone just like turns around and calls you a bitch. Just what do the five fingers say to this? What do the five fingers say to the face? That's, a that's cool bitch, t- that. Yeah, that. That's it. And then Gujar went nuts, and I loved it. But then Gujra made the cardinal sin of yelling, "I'm going to kill you." But uh, that's whatever. That's neither here nor there. What do you think of this busted open island segment? And Gudra is the Island
2: overbooked. Overbooked. -overbooked. 1-800-OVERBOOKED. I I mean, the doctor was the best. Was the best. Because he was just like, minor burns, minor burns. And I've been trying to warm up to bully. But tonight I was like, all right, old man. Now I'm back on. You got to go, Island. You got to go. Because this was unnecessary. And also, Bupender Gugger. Mr. Gugger. Can I call you Mr. Gugger? He's not here. Well, if you're seeing this, if you're Tommy Dreamer's friend, when Tommy Dreamer was getting clapped up for another week by Bully Ray, where were you? Everybody is somebody's friend. Same thing with Josh Alexander. When Josh Alexander these people getting clapped up, where are you people? Yes, people like you, that's my friend. After they're in the hospital, some friends. If you were his friend, you would've ran out last week. If you were his friend, you would've interrupted the busted open radio segment. Also, are you really Tommy Dreamers, friend? I need answers. I need answers and pictures of Spider-Man.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time, but...
1: Uh, speaking speaking of mustachioed people, our friend Kate Elizabeth sends a super <laughs> chat. I'm not gonna put the I'm not gonna put it on the screen because she has her shoot name here. Uh, where did Chris's mustache go?
2: Everybody just <laughs> listen. It do take a lot of money to look this cheap. <laughs> it's gonna fall. I need. Mean, I have eyelash glue that you know what for you guys. I'll expose the business for you guys because, honestly, I love you all. And everyone's been asking, and we've got super chats. So, live on
1: air.
2: All right, I'm ready. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) The 10 people who listen to us will love this.
2: I love all 10 of you. And if you can't see, head on over to YouTube.com slash Fightful. You can see Crest the Star becoming Super Mario in 8K.
1: <laughs> it's Mario Day next week. Anyway. It is. They're going to do video games for 25 bucks, and I'm all for it. Mickey James has a promo. He says, hey, I'm still the champ, even after people said that Masha Slamovich is going to kill me. Uh, once again, there's a lot of talk of killing on this week's episode. of <laughs> Wrestling. Don't know what happened. And now there's unfinished business with Mickey and Jordan Grace in that hard-to-kill tap-out spot. And then out comes Giselle Shaw with Jay Vidal and Savannah Evans. Savannah is the new director of security. I'm such a fan of this. It's great. I um, cried
2: laughing when I heard that.
1: <laughs> there were some awkward af edits in this particular promo i don't know what happened but suddenly there were just like what felt like jump cuts in the edit of the audio and video so some went weird. I don't know what it was, but uh, Giselle brings up the tap out and says that Mickey is ducking her. And then Mickey's like, Well, I beat Giselle Shaw. And then Giselle's like, No, you beat a Giselle Shaw, but not this Giselle Shaw that beat Deanna Parazzo at No Surrender. Giselle wants to knock out the knockouts title. And then when Mickey's done with Jordan Grace, she's next in line. Mickey's like, no, There's no reason to wait unless you're trying to put Jordan Grace in front of me because you're afraid to get your ass beat by hardcore country. And then Giselle's like, No, I'm just not dressed to compete tonight so we're good and then mickey's like well i am and i'll beat your ass right now so uh instead out comes J- gail kim and makes the match official but makes it i guess for next week and nobody cleared that up for the live crowd so That's regardless it's next week they're gonna do giselle and mickey and they're going at it on <laughs> on twitter right now i'm watching them go back and forth uh so next week that match is gonna happen what do you think of the segment did it do it for you
2: um i'm gonna talk about what i liked about the segment first Gail Kim's outfit and Giselle Shaw outfit. Everyone's makeup. Mm-hmm. But this segment can be broken down like this. Mickey James. I still champion, hoe. Y'all thought I was gonna lose. Now back to this hoe, Jordan Grace, who had a lot to say about me in the press. Oh wild Giselle Shaw appeared. But in my opinion, Giselle Shaw, Jay Vidal. <laughs> And Savannah Evans was giving me big Team Rocket vibes. So here comes Team Rocket coming down the ramp. And Giselle Shaw's like, you know, I'm going to ruin you too. I'm like, Giselle Shaw, what's trans here? I feel like Masha's going to beat you up for trying to even attempt to get ahead ahead of this girl before she gets a rematch. So
1: (laughs) They're putting you over in the chat, and I hate it.
2: Listen, um, it's crooked. (laughs) It's about to come off, and I appreciate you guys. For what it's worth, I'll do anything. Well, not anything, but most things for a gimmick. If we get enough super chats and humper chats for sacrifice, I was telling Joel, I'll come like Scott Steiner, but I'll I'll really come like Scott Steiner. We got to set a goal. I'll, like, I mean it.
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't know, man. Maybe maybe you just want to come for some scoops over at FightfulSelect.com. Let's go. Five bucks. Let's go. All you get is the best exclusive news you get the best exclusive content. If you want to know the multitude of pitches for Brock Lesnar's WrestleMania plans, go to FIFOselect.com. If you want Keith Lee interview notes before the Grapp City Boys drop that interview tomorrow, go to FIFOselect.com. If you want to ask the Grapp City Boys anything, go to FIFOselect.com. And there's tons of AEW news coming out ahead of Revolution. And if you see Kate in the chat... Well, her and Alex are going to be hosting a post show while Sean and Julie Cutler are doing the post show here at Fightful on YouTube. Over on Fightful Select, they'll be doing, Kate and Alex, a post show of their own. Will they like the show? Will they not like the show? Either way, they'll be entertaining. Five bucks. Get your news. Get your content. Everything you want. Fightfulselect.com. Cresta, best five bucks in the business? Yes or no?
2: Jace. I always tell people, like I do with the Impact stuff, when it comes to Fightful, all your favorite people are going to report what we already report. So skip a step. Best $5. And, you don't listen, if you want to spend more than $5, we got $10 tiers, got $25 tiers.
1: We got a $1,500 tier. Get in on it. Get it. Come on. Let's go. select.com. By the way, if y'all want to sponsor this show, let me know. Period. I will segue anything. Maybe even better than Sean Ross have. Same.
2: I just show up and yell. <laughs>
1: speaking of which brian myers is in the back he's talking to uh someone putting over the major players podcast and he's like and if you do all these things we can also be successful just like you and he's like i'm just a truck driver and he walks away and brian myers is like it's all you're ever, it's all you're ever gonna be and then moose walks in he's like hey impact uh, still has a joe hendry problem And myers is like i'm not doing your dirty work <laughs> did that with my best friend matt cardona and he's gone now got him all up and crazy ass anyway moose is like I wanna help you, Brian Myers, win the digital media championship. You never had your rematch. And also I want to humiliate Joe Hendry, and he knows that Myers can get on board for that. And then he walks away. What are we doing here, Cresta? What's going on?
2: Let me tell you something, brother. You can't you can't outriz Joe Hendry. I was on YouTube. I see what he did to Scotty Too Hot. This man has music videos for days. <laughs> Brian Myers, to say what you want. Just uh, say what you want. <laughs> do not get manipulated by Moose. Moose got embarrassed twice. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. Also, when he said, you know, Inpexer has a Joe Hendry problem. He said, no, you have a Joe Hendry problem. You do. You do, not me. You. So um Yeah, I think Brian Myers is about to get swindled. <laughs> I hate to do it something. And we're about to get another piece of my poor mustache is giving up the ghost. I I tried. Y'all. I have her too much makeup already. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It don't grow. It don't grow out my face. <laughs> I think we're about to get another cinematic uh beautiful thing. We'll be get a new song about Brian Myers. Yes!
1: <laughs> I got you.
2: You were indie famous, now you're really rich. But to me, you will always be edges, bitch. <laughs> Why did God, I'm do so that? glad
1: to do this show.
2: <laughs> I want Joe Henry to come on this show and just sing for 40 minutes. <laughs>
1: Jordan Grace is backstage. Dirty Dango is setting up crime scene tape. By the way, super serious wrestler Dirty Dango uh, setting up crime scene tape backstage. And then Jordan walks over it and is like, hey, I'm confronting Santino about this knockout title match that was just made between Giselle Shaw and with uh, Mickey James. Uh And he's like, I'm going to invoke my rematch clause immediately. So Santino is like, "Uh, okay, so sacrifice is when you're going to have your knockouts title match. Okay, it was a little awkward, but they got there, I guess. And so Jordan walks out. She's like, okay, whatever. I'll face the winner of next week's Giselle mm-hmm. Shaw and Mickey James match. And then in walks our favorite, Swingman's back. He's upset about the 50-match win didn't
2: streak. didn't walk
1: in. You're right. He strolled in, rolled slid in. in. <laughs> slid in. Over the tape and over. The, you're right. Thank you. And uh, he's upset about the 50-match win streak. He says, I thought you and me were Vianos, Daddy, which popped to me tremendously. God bless the Vianos. Swing what are is,
2: Vianos? Am I...
1: This is, a, they're, they're a lucha, luchador brothers who were big in AAA and in WCW later on. Um, but yeah, that was, yeah. The, the Vianos are, are uh, I can't even explain to it. They're historical. They are legendary. And one of them just lost their mask to Penta El Cerro Miedo in AAA last year.
2: Learning wrestling lore with Joel. This should be its own podcast. I learned so much.
1: <laughs> dude, dude was 50 ah oh god he was in his mid 50s when he finally lost that match and retired but anyway uh, it says I thought we we're Viano's daddy and I laughed uh swingman also says that Gene Simmons has had it out for him since the 80s cuz he wrote all of his songs and I sat there and cursing the screen cuz I missed that episode to talk about live with y'all while I was in Montreal but I love that he brought out the the, the demon brought it up again and then Santino's like swingman you can have anyone you can pick a match and have it with anyone and I'm thinking to myself, we're doing it, Cresta. We're doing the finger poke of doom. We're going to do it. He Swingman spends all of his time doing callbacks. He's going to have a match with Zicky Dice, and he's going to do the finger poke of doom.
2: <sighs> I thought the same shit. That's how Dang. I know we are one. I'm like, he's if he doesn't pick someone, like the only person I think he's ever beaten that I've seen was Action Mike Jackson. That was like, Many moons ago, and that was like on a fluke.
1: That was in 1986, when he was writing songs for Gene Simmons. He beat Action Mike Jackson.
2: For those of you listening to our podcast, y'all can't see, but I just closed my eyes to that of a piece of rice to look at Joel. Like, mm-hmm, the lies. <laughs> but yes, I honestly, I thought the same thing, like, yo, you're going to Zicky it, and Zicky in that moment is going to be like, I'm gonna throw myself on the ground. Or he's like, Swing Man, I thought it'd be disingenuous to you if I didn't actually try.
1: I'm looking it up. I got to find out. Dirty Dango beats Swinger. Johnny Swinger beats Cody Windham at ASWA. Now, I thought you
2: were about to say Cody Rhodes. I was about to say, ain't no adrenaline that in was my great.
1: hole. <laughs> gotta be. Hold on. Let's go. Singles matches. There has to be a win here. Come on. I
2: feel like I literally just saw this on a, on a random impact where he like cheated to beat Mike Jackson. <laughs> I you listen weird. Ladies and gentlemen, this is come kind of the post impact show. So what can we learn about impact live and direct direct?
1: Johnny Swinger defeats Larry D when he was Lawrence D in Wrestle House. Wrestle House 2. That was 2021, November 25th. But
2: that's not that far away. So, I mean, come on, that's like two years ago. So, he hasn't won since then.
1: He hasn't won in singles. By the way, Ryan Sullivan with the super chat saying, I love Cress's support for the Dice Man.
2: Listen, either you support the Dice Man and you got heat, and I don't want no heat, man. I, I don't want no heat. <laughs>
1: Man, I don't know who he's going to pick, but I really think that it's a finger poker doom thing.
2: Oh, I do too. I do, without a shadow of a doubt. And if it's not the finger poker doom, it's going the other way, like I said. He's just like, what do you want me to do? I I didn't want you to think that I think you're a pushover, so I I decided to fight back.
1: (laughs) Oh, let's move on. Trey Miguel and PCO have a match. Uh, It's fine. Really, this was just to serve Edward Edwards coming out, hitting PCO with a shovel because they're in vegas in the desert where eddie edwards tried to bury pco once upon a time uh pco dives through the middle rope takes out edward edwards after the match been thrown out they do a choke slam to Edwards. security comes out pco sends them flying climbs to the top rope hits a pco it on security edwards have moved out of the way so he escapes when are we going to do pco and wardlow as a tag team versus the aew and impact security is my first question and second of all uh the rest of the match happened what do you think of trey Miguel pco
2: I'm going to have to hit you again with a little Uzi Vert. When you said Warlord Pito, this ain't what I want. No. This ain't what I want. <laughs> I don't want that. 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 Also, wrestling, y'all need to get better security guards because, <laughs> These security guards, You better off. I saw someone say Lish in the Cosmo. Well, you probably better off having Lish go down there and detain some of these people because these security guards, I don't know how much you pay in them, but it's too much. <laughs> um. Trey Miguel also going off that that spooky like he did with Black Tour and Crazy Steve. I don't want to fight this spooky guy. But all I kept thinking is, especially in the beginning when he was just ragdolling Trey Miguel. I was like, oh, when is Edward Edwards coming out? As soon as I saw his little bum-ass feet coming down the ramp, I was like, he probably got a shovel. (laughs) He had a shovel. Big-ass shovel. (laughs)
1: He had to clear the entire top rope so that he could hit the back of PCO. And I'm <laughs> like, that is a big-ass shovel. You had to like, really get there.
2: Where did you get this? Sho- First of all, the camera work was perfect because all you see is Edward Edward's stupid-ass feet. I'm probably say ass a lot, but I'm sorry. They see stupid-ass feet, and I'm like, I know that's Eddie Edwards. And then when you finally get the whole zoom, I feel like it was a slow zoom, and then that the, it was comical how big this shovel was because it's just like one of those cars that like, woo-
1: it was
2: <laughs> so I mean, and I don't know where this is going. Edward Edwards versus PCO. Eddie Edwards gets buried alive. Lish I mean, goes crazy. I don't know.
1: Th- that's the only thing I can think of is they do buried alive, or they do some sort of like buried in the desert match. But the problem is, like, if they wait till sacrifice to do it, well, they'll be out of Vegas. So
2: where gonna are going to their- be at
1: Windsor. Windsor, I Ontario, mean- is near the. Detroit border.
2: All right, stupid American. Is is there a lot of ice? Do people get buried under the ice, or is it more like a farmland?
1: It's more like. I mean, it's not a farmland. It's a city, but like it's not much of a city. Put it like this: I looked into possibly going to Windsor for the tapings and for sacrifice. I live in Toronto. It's a four-hour train ride. I ain't doing it.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't do it unless
1: Jimmy and Sean want to send me all the way to Windsor. No, I ain't doing that for the weekend. I mean, Jimmy
2: and Sean, you got Team Joel Star, I'll go in his suitcase. Come, I'm so small.
1: (laughs) You need a passport first. What is it with all of my co hosts not having passports? What is wrong with y'all? I don't get it.
2: Every year I say I'm gonna go get a passport. (laughs) I don't go nowhere. I'm poor, Joel. I'm oh. a poor wrestling journalist that doesn't ask the hard-hitting questions, Joel. Okay. I, I
1: ask wrestlers about bagels and weird places they have matches. You think I'm serious? I ain't serious on my best day.
2: I'm actually eight octopuses dressed up as a black woman. So we're both <laughs> unserious right now. So
1: <laughs> Jonathan Gresham over here. By the way, who's gonna be in he's gonna be in action next week against Kushida. And then Sammy Callahan faces Rhino. And next week for the Knockouts World Championship, Mickie James, Giselle Shaw. Uh, and that'll have a sacrifice implications because the winner faces Jordan Grace for the Knockouts World Championship at uh, the show that's coming up in, uh, in March.
0: Sacrifice! 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 Sacrifice!
1: Thank you, <laughs> Once again, now, Drew poppy. White has got this for us all right um and of course kate asked why hasn't scott demore fired felveteen dream because there's an investigation pending uh, so, uh sorry I, I can't do with scott demore i can't do with scott demore but i was about to do a triple h really are looking into it uh it's really important that uh, i can't that's gonna turn into stewart i'm tired anyway <laughs> i got the answer for S
2: before you kate because we, as the police, we investigated the police and found that the police did nothing wrong. <laughs> That's your answer.
1: <laughs> for the Impact Tag Team Championships, Motor City Machine Guns, Ace of Bays, we have new tag team champions. It's why we're here. It's why we're here. It's why we do this because for weeks, for months, for a long time, you and I, Cresta, talked about Ace of Bays and that Impact Tag Team Championship. We gave every single opportunity for this to happen. And they picked tonight to do it. This was such a good match. This was such a fun match. The title change happens. We can go beat by beat, but for now, what what do you think of this match? Personally, I thought it was a blast. I really enjoyed it. Give me your your opening thoughts.
2: I like this match. Jokes aside, when I said, well, what was going to be your main event? My only negative critique about this match is that I wish it happened on the pay-per-view. I feel like, yes, it's cool that it happened in Chris Bay's hometown. There's a lot of history there for Ace Austin. And the wrestling was superb. So before we get into that, but I just feel like there's a little bit more stank on it when you went on a pay-per-view. There's a little bit more judge on it. And if you were planning to give it to them anyway, I could still see a a world where you flip the matches, where you still have um, Bullet Club versus Time Machine on tonight's show. And you have them change titles on the pay-per-view. But besides that, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. We got to where we was going. I've been saying for weeks now I wanted Chris Bay to win this. Aces of Bay's. I'm sorry. The Ace and Bay connection. No, no. Been- the a
1: of Don't you dare. Don't give in to him <laughs> that. The Ace of I'm have-
2: giving it to fan pressure. What can I do? No. <laughs> But I think they've gotten better every week, every week. And also, Motor City Machine Guns was kind of wrestling smarmy tonight. Was that just me? Were they giving a little heel? I mean, they always give it a little, little stake on it, but tonight had an extra stake on it.
1: So, yes, they were. But also keep in mind the history of that comes in with doing this match in Vegas. Chris Bayes from there, Ace Austin debuted there. They really set it up so that there would be a bit of a, a bit of a changing of the guard and also a bit of, um, a bit of different workings And the bullet club was working face by and large for this, this particular match. And then motor city machine guns did kind of work a little heel uh, at the same time. If in wrestling tradition, the heels call the match. Well, motor city would have called the match. They're the, also the veterans in the ring. So there was some really good stuff here i think this was the place to do it because of the history of vegas for for both members of bullet club it just made sense uh-huh. and uh m.a soko with a humber chat saying that this was a top five match for him i don't want to see a heel sabin but the slow burn heel tactics were a masterclass. and that's it and yeah. the crowd yeah the crowd was not having motor city machine guns and soko was there right saying 90 percent were there for for ace of Base. we will not be calling them abc
2: i will say you heard the crowd try to shout out motor city but every time the five people were trying to chant the hundreds of others were like no
1: oh, the club that's right
2: yeah
1: uh they did some cool stuff they were telling some stories about you know chris bay sleeping on a friend's kitchen floor by mm-hmm. the oven which was a weird that's a weird place to sleep on the floor but hey oh, why if not? it's cold uh, listen, if else. it's
2: cold and like if you were in Vegas, I don't know how the desert gives it up. I've never been to Vegas, so if someone wants to sponsor myself and Joel to go to Vegas, I will fit in a suitcase. I, I can go fit. there. So then let's go, let's go. Come on, Chris Vegas, invite us. Uh, <laughs> uh, but if if you're cold, it makes sense. Like I've slept definitely by a heater. I'm always cold. So to, to his adversity, just them putting him over. I'm like, if they don't win tonight, I think this impact crowd I sent this is a uh, place on fire.
1: Yeah, Uh, the guns were early with a lot of quick tagging in and out, And then Ace of Bays eventually get back into it. They have a ton of double team work on Shelly. And then they hit a double middle rope dive on both members of Motor City Machine Guns, which is a lot of fun. Uh, Shelly does the thing. Okay, so you know how Ace Austin always does that one move where he's out on the ring apron and does the handstand? Mm -hmm. I love this. Finally, Shelly, using veteran awareness, knocks him as he's on his hands, going for that handstand uh-huh. kick combo. Perfect. I haven't seen it. I needed to see it. I got so used to seeing Ace Austin do that, where Shelly finally like knocking it over. That looked good. Uh and Shelly going for the chops and then hitting the posts each time when they went after it. Bay was fun. And then they did the double hot tag for Ace Austin and Chris Saban, which I enjoy because those two have a lot of history. We talked about it earlier with the t-shirt and everything. Uh, and there was just great timing. It was the right point in the match. And then we finally start to bring it home. Sabin does drop day. Sorry, drop kick doomsday device. It looks sexy. And then they hit the shell shock Shelly does into a 2.9 and then immediately goes into a border city stretch while he's in the stretch. Sabin hits a cradle shock on Ace uh-huh. as Bay rolls up Shelly. But we get the Art of Finesse into the fold. <sighs> Bay gets the pin. Ace of Bays are the tag team champions. I'm excited. I'm happy. Uh, that Toronto crowd, if they get to see Ace of Bays with those tag team championships, don't know who they're going to face, but I think that they're going to be very much for Ace Austin and Chris Bay, who are really, they've been tent poles for Impact Wrestling for the last few years, especially mm. Ace Austin. Uh, I'm excited for these two. I think it's great timing. They, they deserve it. City machine guns are Fine in the loss. They also still have those New Japan strong open weight tag titles to deal with. Uh what do you what, what do you think? What are we what are we gonna do next with these two?
2: Um to touch on the the hand post, I will say there's only impact wrestling is where I think people really be using their big brain planes. Cause I've seen that too with Samoa Joe when they're people like, I'm gonna die. He just said. Why would I stand there? Why would I let you put your hand up and do Why wouldn't I just let you face plant? That's really big brain plays, but that also goes to speak of how Motor City Machine Guns think about wrestling, whether it's heel or face, whatever it is, I'm trying to win because I want to be champion. Um, I'm excited to see where Asa Bays goes, but it kind of brings me back to the same problem I have with the knockouts division. Who are your tag teams now? Cause I know you got Heath and Rhino. Major players are gone, so now you have the design who may g- operate under Freebird. But besides that, Raj Singh and Indashir, Shira, Shira, sorry,
1: Shira from NXT.
2: Oh, sorry, uh, so- or, or Shira. Like who? Like who else? Are you gonna Moose and Brian Myers? Moose, who every time he's in a team, he screws someone over. Moose
1: trying to oh, think you know, no. who could work who, or you bring someone in
2: or have decay separate from the X division and have them just do tags like they were doing tonight.
1: Yeah. And you see good hands is another one in the chat that that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Skylar and Hodge. We, and we talked about that. If they mm-hmm. rack up some wins and they start breaking away from bully and they start really, you know, becoming a legitimate tag team, then they're another threat to the impact world tag championships. I would be fine with the good hands taking it from ace of bays after Both teams kind of, you know, Ace of Bays build the titles Mm -hmm. and build themselves as as faces and good hands start building themselves as a credible heel tag team, not just all these bitches.
2: I can see that after the summer, maybe going into the winter, into the new year. And if it doesn't happen before the new year, it happens in 2024 because that'll be a great lead up. And now that we've said all these tag teams out loud, I feel like a jabroni because I was wrong.
1: No, I don't think you're wrong. I think there could be more. It's just that they haven't put a lot of emphasis on other teams or those other teams have kind of done single stuff or gone by the wayside. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're not they need some sort of team to come in and be that extra oomph. You know, they brought in the hex for those for the one defense. You know, they can bring in Aussie open again and have them, you know, have a good match against Bullet Club. That would be fine. Uh, There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that they can bring in. And if they're going to keep doing New Japan crossovers, then why not bring in a couple of New Japan tag teams from either the junior or the heavyweight division and have them face off? Kazarian could put together a tag team partner, maybe have some fun with that.
2: Yeah, like I said earlier, I wouldn't mind seeing an SCU reunion. Because for their brief stint in AEW, I really liked what they did. And I think Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian, even though like Motor City Machine Guns have walked that walk before many a time holding hands. I don't I'm not I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I think they're great together. Um, But overall. I can't wait to see where this goes. I think, like you said, Motor City Machine Guns, whether they win or lose, they are a phenomenal team. And especially if they lose, whoever they lose to, you're definitely putting that team over. I can't wait to see what uh, Ace and Bay do with the tag team titles going forward. And maybe, you know, they'll appear in New Japan defending it. Maybe they'll take the other titles off of Motor City Machine Gun. Hell, they might even show up on AEW.
1: No, I, I don't think that.
2: <laughs> says, uh, no.
1: uh, <laughs> Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian, that's that's another one. Because Scorp was...
2: Uh, he he was, was a part backstage. of the original SCU?
1: He was. It was him, Kazarian, and Christopher Daniels. That was it. But okay. he was also backstage at No Surrender. Five Select reported. So, uh, hey, I'm not saying... I'm not saying Scorp was there to work. He could have been there to visit, Mm. but my point being, if Scorp is looking for something to do and he can get away from not being on AEW programming, then there's for you.
2: I agree. I think Impact gets a lot of flack, but I've I've literally seen people who I've written off from other promotions go to impact completely rehabilitate their image quote-unquote just for the same places that will like get gone be like i need you come back so it's like i i'm not going to discredit anyone or anything when it comes to impact because impact really literally impact turns quote-unquote trash into treasure and i don't like to call anyone trash i don't think anyone's trash but people come to impact and be like well i don't care about this person and then two years later oh my god this person's so good and then the same place is like come back Mm -hmm. nah so i i trust impact to know Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) one of those one of those those guys just competed for the all atlantic championship on dynamite this past wednesday
2: come on now
1: big old bill and as we close out tonight Sulko with the super chat have you watched the josh alexander documentary i haven't watched it yet it is in my queue ready to watch either tonight or tomorrow morning uh, I hear it's fantastic. Go out of your way to watch it. It's on Fight Network in Canada. I don't know where you can find it online, but I'm sure it's I'm sure it's been uploaded somewhere for public mm-hmm. consumption. Uh, I I don't know if you've seen it yet. Have you seen the Josh Alexander documentary?
2: I have not. I heard about it. I thought it was on the Ultimate Insiders because I do have a bunch of things. Dude, that's something I feel like I could listen to passively. But the little bit I do know of Josh Alexander, I'd be interested in hearing about him more from his time in the north to winning the X Division, choosing option C to where he is at now. Even when he won the title just to get beat by Moose to lose it like that next day or that same night.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's on the Impact Wrestling YouTube channel. It's free
2: come on now i do some drag stuff later on so i'll definitely be listening to that what goes better together wrestling and drag
1: he's had a hell of a run and so have we here tonight thank you for hanging out with us cresta let's get out of here tell the people where they can find you on the internet
2: you guys can find me here every thursday with the bestest the freshest the coolest not the tool list, I don't know. Joel Pearl, every Thursday here at 10 p.m., we cover everything Impact Wrestling that happens. Fridays, sometimes you can catch me as well, covering the post-Impact um, pay-per-view shows. Mondays and Wednesdays, I am live on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv. Unfortunately, I don't do Gaming Gone Weird anymore because my big boy job got me like this. So I got to be an adult during the day now, and it's unfortunate. Joel, where can they find you out in the intertubes of the ether?
1: I ain't hard to find. I'm at Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-R-L. I'm here every Thursday night with Cresta. And then I'm over on Fightful Overbooked. Go to YouTube.com slash Fightful Overbooked. Myself and Jeremy Lambert drop Newsworthy every week. Kate and I do a show every week. Last week, we went two hours for some ungodly reason. <laughs> uh, we just kept talking. And uh, this weekend, we have a ton of AEW Revolution content. There's betting odds. There's watch-alongs. There's so much stuff. Go check it out. Fightful Overbooked. I need you to see it. I need you to subscribe to it. Go right now. In fact, you know what? I'm going to click end broadcast. Y'all are going to go to Fightful Over Books. Go check it out. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. We'll see you in the next one. Go check out Fightful Right now. Right now. Shop you click. <laughs>